Hey mamas, we see you doing all the things like wiping the runny noses while washing the dishes, trying to schedule the doctor's appointment and still pay attention to that conference call. And then we see you feeling all of the feelings, that sigh of relief at the end of the day when for at least 30 seconds, the house is completely quiet. The guilt you feel over the books that you didn't read or the kind words that you didn't say. We know that the collision between motherhood and mental health is a real thing and not enough people are talking about it. So come have a chat with us. Grab your favorite dinner that doesn't require you to do the dishes and take a seat on our couch. This is Takeout Sessions. Oh, hey guys, welcome back to Takeout Sessions. How's it going, friend? Are you laughing at me? She's already laughing at me. I'm already laughing. (laughs) I've had a little bit of a situation going on today. And I promise you it's because I love my husband and I, I don't think he really did it on purpose. I do think this is the time that he didn't actually do it on purpose. But he used all the coffee creamer this morning. And it's just kind of been a downhill day from there. So there no one should ever use the last bit of coffee creamer and not replace it. It's very true. It's very true. And I think he thought we had more. And I thought, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure. My brother-in-law was going to bring me some. He did bring me some finally, but the the series of events leading up to that was that I did you know you could cut your hand on aluminum foil? Not like the I thing. had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's so I was making mom life on Monday. I was making we have music lessons tonight, which means dinner is going to be a thing, and then I'm gone for work tomorrow, which means lunch and dinner for the kids is going to be a thing. So I always like don't don't come at me. I was using the Bentgo boxes, but they take up so much room in the refrigerator for like, they just take up a ton of room. So I get them like paper plates and wrap it in aluminum foil. And when I was wrapping like the last plate, somehow it's always the last plate. It's always the last plate. I cut my finger really, it's like a paper cut, but worse. And it was one of those like dumb situations where it wouldn't stop bleeding. So I'm like, we please bring coffee cream because I'm afraid. I can't walk up there and get some. <laughs> they live next door. And um, yeah, in the process of that and like putting the Band-Aid on, I dropped my wedding band down the sink. <laughs> so I read that and my heart sunk for you. It, you know, it's not, oh, this probably isn't even what we should talk about today. We'll have to like come back to this, but this is not the first time my wedding band has been lost in a tragic situation. So that's why I'm breathing a little bit more. And AJ convinced me that if I just don't run any more water down the sink, he can get it out when he gets home. I'm sure that's still going to be disgusting. I'm going to have to not think about it, but (laughs) we'll use all the coping skills and just wash it a lot. (laughs) Boil it. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) We'll sanitize this. Just catch it on fire at this point. Oh my gosh. Oh, Anyway, so it's it's been a little bit of a day. Been a little bit of a day over here. How's your Monday going? You you didn't have a better Monday either, and you had no, you didn't have coffee. Common denominator, you didn't have coffee either. I'm drinking it right now, finally. Oh my gosh! So tell everybody about your incident of terror this morning. Oh my goodness! So. Mondays are like my meal prep, get everything done before the week starts because my schedule is Tuesday through Friday. So 
I go to Walmart and I'm like, I can knock all of it out. And of course, I forgot Easter was coming. Yep. For some reason, I thought Easter was going to be in two weeks, not this weekend. So this Easter bunny has not done anything until this morning. So I do my thing. I get my groceries. For those of you not around here, Timberlake, the road Timberlake can be ridiculous. So I thought it was just being ridiculous, honestly. Next thing I know, I get up to the light and a car is literally underneath a dump truck. I just can't. I don't even know how it happened. I hope they're okay. It looked bad. It, it didn't look like anybody was in, in either one of the vehicles. Oh, that's good. When I got up there. And there were no ambulances. Like, there were kind of people standing around. But, uh, yes. And then we went to the do- Then I went to the Dollar Tree. And then while Along I was at the Dollar everybody Tree. everybody else. Yes. Everybody else. And there truly was no parking spot there. Oh, my gosh. So, I get what I need. I get the eggs, blah, blah, blah. And I don't get the candy. But I wait in line for 10 minutes. And I'm like, there's no going back. There's no going back now. No going back. So Mm -mm. we're going to go to Walmart, get the candy, get the bunnies. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's, it, Easter seems really close to St. Patrick's Day this year, but it's Mm -hmm. not. It's not any more, it's not any closer than it usually is. And I know that because. My baby was born on Easter weekend three years oh. ago, and he wasn't supposed to be. I can't believe it either. I can't, but he wasn't supposed to be born on Easter. But I promise you, his birthday has been like right at Easter weekend every year since then. So it's it's around the same time it is every year. It just seems like March went on fast forward. I'm not sure what happened or like March did go very fast, like five times speed or something. I'm not sure what's yeah. going on. No, anywho, too quick. Mondays are dumb. Drink your coffee. That's what I I told Jenna last night that something about Monday was stupid and Coralie corrected me. She's like, Alyssa, we don't say stupid. So we're going to reframe. Mondays are dumb. (laughs) Not stupid. Oh, I know. We we don't say that. You should have seen her face. It was fantastic. She looked at me like the world had ended. And she whispered before she said it. She said, Alyssa, <laughs> we don't say that. Like, you're right. You know, I, like, nothing in the world beats getting corrected by a four-year-old because you're like, man, <laughs> I, I've really done it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, speaking of responses, that's actually what we're going to talk about today. So fun fact, we recorded this episode several weeks a month about a month ago actually because we were going to release it in line with the three-year anniversary of like covid shutdowns and whatnot because Mm -hmm. we felt like it was really applicable then but unfortunately after some of the things that have happened in the news in the united states this week we felt like it was another really important topic that we should just re-record since it's not there anymore it is the episode that got lost in the cloud um so funny how that happened, but I think we'll be able to toss some talking points in. Disclaimer, mm-hmm. if we haven't given that already, we are going to talk about some of the current events that have happened this week in our country, and we'll try to keep it like PG, but this might be a good episode for your earbuds. So how do we manage our responses to stressful things that are happening 
in the world? That's like the big question that we're going to ask ourselves. And our inspiration originally was we talked about the show Early Edition. It was on in the 90s. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I watched it. Jenna has no idea what it was. Mm-hmm. Not a clue. <laughs> it, was just, it was just really good. It's the Friday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights guy. Yeah. He, he was the main character. And I'm sorry, I don't know what his name is because I'm just not cool like that. And I'm still drinking my coffee. But he gets the early edition. He gets the newspaper for the next day. And his like calling in life is to go through and try and prevent all of the bad things from happening the next day. And I think for the most part, he's usually pretty successful, but it's always like skin of his teeth. And obviously some things he can't prevent. So it kind of just brings up all these cool questions about do we want to know are we better off if we know that things are coming can we prepare can we prevent is it just you know something that we should prepare and do our best with all those things so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today um big thing that was another thing that we talked about when we recorded this the first time and jenna had never heard of but i've actually been talking to clients about this is doom scrolling so miss jenna what is doom scrolling i can't even (laughs) You can't. I can't even remember. <laughs> so doom scrolling is kind of flame. This is so funny because you do it. You do it this way. You got off TikTok. It's really easy to just kind of get caught in the cycle of flipping through quickly. But doom scrolling is when you take it to like you're looking for all of the bad news. So you can kind of like funnel in on something current that's happened or a wider, broader issue. So this really became a thing during COVID, honestly, Mm -hmm. because remember in the very early days when we were getting like the county counts around us, like there's 10 people that have tested Uh positive in the surrounding counties. And then it just kept going up and up and up until they couldn't even keep up with that anymore. So doom scrolling, I think probably kind of originated there along with just this constant like brain stimulation we're constantly looking for the next shiny thing we want to that's why we scroll on tiktok that's why tiktok can be so detrimental to everyone it's terrible it's it's bad it's bad and you just you kind of you don't even realize you do it and all of a sudden you've lost like 30 minutes so whether you're looking for bad or good or just you know brain dead stuff it can catch up but doom scrolling is specifically when you're looking at those bad things that have happened and they've actually done some studies regarding this. So studies are indicating that social media can have a negative impact on levels of depression and anxiety. They, I think, specifically tried to study this during COVID and people were spending more time on social media because they were spending more time at home. And that was already something that was kind of going up with uh-huh. like social media usage. So we- I wonder if it ever really came down. I highly doubt it. I highly, And I'm not sure that COVID is the thing that like, we blame COVID for a lot of stuff, right? But I'm mm-hmm. not sure COVID is the thing that actually like spiked. Kids across the board are getting, and, and this is, this is, this is a politically neutral statement. The thing that I'm about to say, <laughs> kids, kids across the board are getting phones. I actually asked an elementary school client this week, like, were you like the last one in your school, in your group and whoever to get a phone? And she said, yeah, I was one of the last ones. And she's in like older grades. And uh, I was like, is it true that kids in kindergarten have phones? And she was like, 
absolutely. <laughs> That's like, oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the kids are getting this earlier. And I'm just, th- I was thinking about like, Anna Lee is learning to read. Gray is learning to read, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I know that they've yeah. both been able to work iPads for a while. Mm-hmm. But the concept of your five and six-year-old learning to read by texting is just baffling to me. I cannot. It's just baffling. And I guess you can make arguments for how that's good and bad, but. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I on the phone as long as possible. As long as possible for lots of reasons. So if you get caught in the cycle of doom scrolling, well, let's talk about this. One of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the year was we were trying really hard to take chunks of time during our day where we did not use our screens. And we're trying to be more actively engaged with our kids. And one of the things that we were going to do was read instead of (laughs) scrolling on Instagram and Facebook. How did you do with that? Because reading is something that's really good to do before bed. And it is something that can, if you can read, if you don't fall asleep in your books like Jenna does, or with them on your face like my kid does. (laughs) But how... And it can prevent some of that because lots of times we get on our phones right before we go to sleep and it actually Mm -hmm. ends up keeping us awake because of the blue light and the stuff that we're reading. But how has your limited screen time been going? It's not going as well as I hoped. Same. (laughs) Same. I can't even even say that it's good. But I do feel like the intention is still there. I, I can agree. I just feel like things have been chaos the past two months. They have. On my they end, have. it's mostly work. And work comes with my phone. Yeah, and so, so that, you can't put that it down. Creates, it creates a problem. Creates a, creates a big problem. But I'm not doing I mean, it the way I want it to. And you are, you do end up just like, it's mindless. It's like, oh, I've picked it up. Let me check Instagram. Oh, I've picked it up. Let me check my email. Like I, I go through this uh-huh. cycle every time I pick up my phone and it's just like mindless, which is often what we're mm-hmm. looking for. We're looking for like a disconnection. But mm-hmm. um, I tried putting timers on my apps, which is a really cool thing that I didn't realize you could do before this year. It's been somewhat helpful. And in other ways, it really hasn't helped very much at all. But it at least gives me kind of a ballpark. I put 30 minutes for social media and I go over it every single day. Now, part of that is because like work stuff, we're like mm-hmm. constantly posting for the podcast, but mm-hmm. or trying to, <laughs> you can tell, like I had a migraine yesterday and not much got posted for the podcast. But for the most part, like a lot of that can be like podcast related, but I go over it almost every day. I like that it gives me a ballpark. But you Mm -hmm. can put timers on your apps to kind of help prevent some of the doom scrolling stuff, reading before bed, and then also trying really, really hard to limit Googling from no, nobody's anxiety is ever helped by Googling. No. Symptoms of anything from like what's going on in the world to like what are symptoms of strep throat for my kid. You'll convince yourself you have cancer or that like your city is ready to like get, you know, eaten by the earth just absorbed we watched a disaster movie this weekend so bad um but doom scrolling can suck you in and those are some of the ways that you can try to 
And even with like really terrible things happening in the world, it's really important to be aware. Like I would never Mm -hmm. be like, Hey, you should not know what's going on. But something that I found that's really important is finding your news from reputable sources. And lots of times Mm -hmm. those are not the memes on social media or the reels or whatever people are posting. Some of them are, but finding a Mm -hmm. really solid source that's not just trying to hype it up. So in the aftermath. That's hard now. It is. It is because in the aftermath of. Well, we'll just go ahead and talk about this. In the aftermath of the school shooting last week, it hit social media so fast. And we're going to throw ourselves under the bus and tell you exactly what happened with the two of us. Jenna just doesn't know it yet because I have the script and we're virtual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just following along, guys. (laughs) Following along and I'm getting ready to like tell everybody what she did. But last week, the horrible school shooting happened. It kind of, for lots of reasons, this one is somewhat different than many of the ones that we've experienced in the past. So a lot of people were talking about it. And I was very surprised. I normally, for my own mental health, would not seek out a lot of information on what had happened other than like, this happened, we need to be aware of it. But I have sessions with people. I I am. I am. (laughs) I have sessions with people and I'm like, you know, I kind of have to know what's going on or I just sit there and I'm like, oh, that in fact there, I did have a session with somebody. Oh, it's been about a year ago and a really bad, I think it was, I know this happened to me several times. They, they're always up on the know of stuff and they let me know about like a really bad earthquake and a bad shooting that had happened. And I had no idea and they needed to process it. And I had no idea what had happened. So I have to try and stay somewhat in the loop with current events. So sitting in some sessions last Tuesday and I believe the um, tragedy happened on Monday. So it had been about 24 hours and my people are telling me about like body cam footage that got released. And I was like, Oh, no, because I had seen myself the footage from the school, but I had not seen the body cam footage. So naturally, when I get off work, I call you and I'm like, who, by the way, and Jenna can speak to this. Jenna was very concerned about what had happened. And I'll let you speak mm-hmm. to that in a second. But I'm like, so Jenna, they've released body cam footage. And I was trying to like give you a warning because this stuff isn't hidden anymore. You literally mm-hmm. just have to scroll Instagram and you'll run across it by accident. Mm-hmm. So you need to be careful. You probably don't want to see the body cam footage. And what does this Susan do? <laughs> I, she goes and looks it up while I'm still on the phone with her and I can hear it. And I was like, I was trying to shield both of us from this. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, but it was there. It was very yeah. easy and accessible. So I'm going to let you talk about your feelings about everything that happened last week and why you probably were a little more invested. Uh, It was, I I think this one hit a little closer to home for me. Um, You know, this is, this is Gray's first year in an elementary school. And um, I don't know. It was it was really difficult for me. I I didn't want to take them to school. Um, mm-hmm. Dropping them off was extremely difficult because it's like 
it, it just bothers me so much. Like, why should we have to fear our kids' lives at school? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's so sad. It's heartbreaking for these families. Um, and so, yeah, when I, I think I called you, I either texted you or called you. I'm not sure which one it was, but I was like, I don't want him here. Like, I don't want yeah. him in school. Um, cause it's like and it, a ton of people felt that way last week. It was, it was terrible. It, it was terrible. And I, I, I wish, I I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of feelings. (laughs) Well, I I think one thing that we've talked about a lot from both of our perspectives is it's really sad that this is the world that our kids are growing up in. Like, Mm -hmm. I I hate that this is something that we even have to have conversations about. Mm -hmm. There are two really good factors that we've talked about a lot this week that I think we do have to keep in mind. (sighs) I have not fact-checked this for myself, but I'm fairly certain of it. Columbine footage didn't get released for years that I am aware of. I could be wrong about that. We have such instant access to information and I understand that everybody has. So again, this isn't a politically neutral statement because the statement that I put out on our podcast platform last week, I do stand behind and I know Jenna does as well. It doesn't matter who you voted for or how you feel about major political issues. Lots of times when something happens in the world, you feel like this intense pressure to speak about something Mm -hmm. to take a position one way or the other on social media and people judge you by that Mm -hmm. employers right or wrong will ask you about that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it becomes this way that we can quickly categorize people, I guess, because Mm -hmm. we suddenly are like, oh, well, if they feel this way about this position, then this is how they voted. And this is what they think about this. And this is what they think about this. And this is all. And we just write them off into either one or two categories. And that is the thing that I think is causing people a ton of mental distress. Mm -hmm. I, I will never knowingly walk into that with our podcast because that is what we're trying to prevent. We're trying to help people work through mental stress. But with these situations, you need to do your own research. And I think one of the things that we talked about a lot last week is we need to realize that we hear about stuff and we hear about stuff fast. So we need to maybe fact check our own sources. Mm -hmm. But also if we have concerns about our children's safety with their childcare providers, with their Mm -hmm. schools, with their daycares, with whoever is keeping them during the day, there is no better time to ask than now. And if you Mm -hmm. don't ask, like you're never going to regret advocating and sending that email because Mm -hmm. at this point in the parenting game, I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, I'm just like, this is Alyssa. This is who she is. And this is what you're going to get. So if I send an email and you feel like I am a crazy overprotective, whatever, don't worry. Somebody else has probably already said that to me. I'm still going to send you the email because I want to know that I've done everything that I can. And you will Mm -hmm. never, I can say from that perspective that you will never regret advocating for your child. God forbid Mm -hmm. anything terrible were to happen. You would regret not sending the email. Yes, absolutely. So, Absolutely. And and that is, I think, the big chunk of what we wanted to talk about is know that stuff is just coming at you fast. Know that we have so much information available. Know that you need to make sure it's real information before you, like, 
let it get you anxious, stressed, depressed, sad, nauseous, migrainey, whatever. Because this stuff can do so many of these things to us. Frozen, yeah. make you feel frozen in fear. Um, and and then just you know doing the things that you know you need to do to advocate for your children and their safety. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. But mm-hmm. some of the other things that we can help prevent this stress from the bad things we hear in the world, making sure you're operating as a healthy version of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, and that's hard. I think one of the things that may have hit you harder is that this has been a very rough couple of months at work. Yes. And so you're probably don't feel like you're at your best self right now. Right. No, it's, it's, it's so true. And I mean, we've, uh, you know, being on the front lines of the mental health side of things, like there is a decline, there is an overall decline in functioning that we can see. And it's been, like Alyssa said, it's been really bad this past month with kids and adults. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just adding one more thing to that is just stressful. And like you were saying, like not being at your best to be able to manage it. So I think that that shows how important it is to take time to process these things. You know, you don't have to be necessarily in therapy to process, you know, stuff like this, but you need to give your brain time. You do. And, you know, there's lots of things that you can do. I think exercise, even if you're not on a strict exercise routine, I'm really encouraging people, the weather is changing, get Mm -hmm. some sunshine every day. Even Mm -hmm. if, I know this sounds real crazy, if you can sit for five extra minutes when you get to where you're going, if your schedule can allow for that and just be in the sun, you might be in Mm -hmm. your car, but you can be in the sun, be out of the outside or as close to outside as you can in your car. Um, Going to therapy, if that's your thing, journaling and and taking maybe a step back from Mm -hmm. the screens. We canceled our direct TV this month and I haven't even missed it. Now, does that mean that I have not spent way too much time on Netflix? Absolutely not. But I think there's like ways that we can just take a step back from so much stuff that's being put Mm -hmm. into our brains electronically. Could be good overall. Mm -hmm. Um, We always talk about knowing who your support people are, having someone that you can have a genuine conversation with about anything but specifically the tough things that are happening in the world it's been very divisive it's been very Mm -hmm. hard to have an open conversation with people especially for the past three years which is originally what we were going to talk about with this (laughs) but finding support somewhere hopefully Mm -hmm. in person if not you know there's lots of ways to keep friendships going online too, but you don't, I think a big thing and maybe just a big takeaway, my little soapbox for the week, you don't have to agree on absolutely everything to support somebody else. Yep. Yep. I think that's where a lot of stress comes in is people feel like they can't say how they feel about things without Mm -hmm. fear of being judged or whatever it may be. Um, yep. And fearful that people won't like their opinions, their stances on things like it, it shouldn't matter. It, it shouldn't matter. We can agree to disagree mm-hmm. because we're adults. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that we should really be instilling in our kids too. Like, I think mm-hmm. the, <laughs> Annalie keeps asking me like, when, when are you a grown up? What age are you when you're a grown up? 
mainly because she started taking music lessons at one of our local colleges and she like sees all the people there and she knows mommy and daddy went there and she wants to know like, oh, like you're grown up when you come here. This isn't that that's where the conversation originated. But I'm like, honey, you're a grown up when you like live by yourself and you pay all your own bills, which is probably not the perfect answer. <laughs> and I know there's some disagreement there. But if you live by yourself and you pay all your own bills, then you should be able to have a disagreement with somebody mm -hmm. without not being able to talk to them anymore. Mm -hmm. That's just, you know, that that really should be one of those signs that we can you, you, we don't have to agree to be able to be in the same room together. At the same time, there's boundaries and all that other stuff. We've talked about that before within reason, but like, it's okay. We all just need to calm down a little bit. Um, preparing to the extent that you feel that you need to, and then trying not to obsess. This is really hard, but I think honestly, this is some of the best advice that I can give in these situations. And this is one of the things that I talk with clients about all the time. You do what you can do. And then you have to trust that you've done what you can do. And you have to really try to stop that spiral of anxiety of what ifs, because what ifs, there is no end to that black hole of what if. They're so bad. And it can just keep going and going. So we have talked about this briefly before. I don't know if we ever actually went into this. One of the ways that we like to prepare is talk talking with our kids about situations. And this goes from everything to, it might be really hard to talk with young children about an active shooter situation. But one thing you can do is talk to them about a code word for no questions. We got in a situation, I guess it's been almost two years ago, dear goodness, where we wow. were leaving soccer, soccer practice. Mm -hmm. And I am 97% sure there was a drug deal happening right close to us. And I saw it and unfortunately, like I was a, it was just not a great situation. And I was kind of like, okay, we just need to get in the car. And this happened to be one of the times that my child wanted to be like, oh, look, a butterfly. Oh, what about this? Are we going to get a happy meal on the way home? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, get in the car, buckle your seatbelt, we have to go. And like, it wasn't even a like, so it was like one of those times where you're like, all right, is it better to drive away without you being buckled or like... <laughs> <laughs> and so we talked about like, there's a code word and we need to like beef this up a little bit more. But mm -hmm. if mommy says X, that means we don't ask questions. We just do what mommy says and we'll talk about it later. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my favorite ways to handle emergency situations with kids. I think that's a really good idea. A really good idea because <laughs> their questions come at the most inopportune times, <laughs> you know, and that would, it would be in an emergency situation. And, you know, I, I think it's really important to be open with kids. Um, Gray being in elementary school now, they've practiced, um, you know, the the intruder or active shooter drills, and it has created anxiety in him. Um, he's talked about having dreams about people coming into the school, um, oh. and so it, it opens up it opens up doors to talk about things. And even Coralie today, when we dropped Gray off, was like. Mommy, why is there a police officer outside of his school? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, here, here we go. And, you know, I, I I, was like, you know, sweetie, it's okay. I was like, they're here to protect us. But just being able to give her a little glimpse of a healthy reality, you know, yeah. it's important. I think we should take them whenever we have the opportunity. 
Definitely. And just remembering too, like, you know, we had Smokey the Bear and we had all the like fire safety things. It's Mm -hmm. crossed my mind several times that we need to also implement those things at home. Like our kids need to know what to Mm -hmm. do if the fire alarm goes off. We need to have like a meeting Mm -hmm. place outside. All of those things that like if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, you were doing anyway. (laughs) But for some reason, we've forgotten about because there's so much other stuff going on. So just like the basic safety. And then my favorite always, we've talked about this before, is the difference between a surprise and a secret. Mm -hmm. Always talking with kids about, you know, birthdays and Christmas, they're surprises. They're not secrets. We don't keep secrets from mommy. Mm -hmm. Uh, AJ got in trouble with this the other week because (laughs) we, we finally, I finally feel like we've done a good job with this one, with the older one. And it wasn't anything bad. I left for an appointment and I'd asked him to get the baby up from his nap at a certain time because we're on team no sleep right now. And he did not. And he told Anna Lee like, oh no, mommy asked us to get him up like a long time ago. And Anna Lee meets me at the door when I come back and she's like, daddy has something to tell you. And I was like, oh gosh. (laughs) He's like, he looks like a deer caught in headlights. And he's like, we just forgot to get the baby up for a few minutes. It's handled. For a few he's minutes. Now. Yeah, for a few minutes. It probably was like 30. But uh, he's like, Annalie was like, we have to tell mommy. We don't keep secrets from mommy. And I was like, my job here is done. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is Finally, that years is and years and years of working on that. Yeah. So, it's hard. Because, you know, there are fun secrets. There are fun things. And, you know, it's on the television that our kids watch, you know, talking about having secrets and not bad secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've caught Coralie. That's something she will say to me. She was like, that's a secret. And I'm like, (sighs) here we go. It just got to ruin your life. (laughs) We're not going to keep secrets. We don't keep secrets. You know, I feel like on one hand, we're like, we're destroying their childhood, but really I think we're making them very accountable with that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff because they're going to grow up and they're going to know. And Mm -hmm. the other thing to that too is, and this is the catch 22, like with the code word and with all the stuff, we have to not use it out of context. Like if we're going to, the biggest thing with drawing like this little boundary or this little like routine for your kids is you don't use it out of context. So like... Mm -hmm. If the code word is don't ask questions, everybody's favorite one is always pineapples. If your code word is pineapples, don't ask questions, just do what mommy says. Mm-hmm. You literally have to be witnessing a drug deal in the parking lot after soccer right. practice to use that. You can't do yeah, it you- because you're just tired of them talking <laughs> in the car, <laughs> which is the temptation. And I get it. But yeah, so much, so much. Whew. Okay. That was a lot of information. You got any final thoughts for us, ma- ma'am? No, I think... I like this episode better than I did the last one recorded, though. It's true. This was, this has been good. Take, guys, take care of yourself. Make sure that, like, we're not here to preach or, you know, we, we struggle with these things, too. That's why we're talking about them. But do, do make sure that you're taking care of yourself. There's a lot of stressful stuff going on. I know we just mm-hmm. talked about, like, two of the big news events. But there's always more coming. And there's always more that we didn't cover. And you just have to really take care of yourself and make sure that you are doing what you need to because your mental health is the most important thing at the end of the day to your success as a mom, as a dad, as a 
coworker, as a spouse, as a daughter or suddenly whoever, whatever relationships you are in are affected. So take care of yourself. And remember that you can check us out on all of the podcast platforms, but we would really appreciate it if you listen to us on Spotify for the next couple of weeks as we're still trying to meet a big, huge goal over in that direction. If you would like to like or share our podcast, we would really appreciate that. And also if you write us a review or leave some stars wherever you're listening, that helps us be more visible to other people so that they can listen as well. And remember guys, we're rooting for you. You can do this and we'll see you next time.